How happy are you with your current banking situation? Are you really getting value out of your checking and savings accounts? Or do you feel like you're getting nickeled and dime? Today, we'll go over how to find a better banking option and how to seamlessly move your money. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. This past month or so, we've been talking about optimizing your accounts, negotiating and paying down your debts, creating a flexible budget, taking care of your investments like your 401k, and also making sure if you have an opportunity to invest in your HSA, maximizing that. These are all pieces to that financial puzzle so that you can make progress on your goals. However, we left the biggest piece last, which is your day-to-day bank accounts. Your checking and savings accounts are the backbone to your family's financial system. But for most of us, it's almost like an afterthought. Much of this goes back to how we chose our accounts in the first place. For my husband and I, with our first accounts, it was based on who we were already banking with. And at that time, we had bank accounts with two of the major banks. We had opened student checking accounts. When I say they were basic accounts, that's exactly what they were. Honestly, we just settled with it for way too long. After getting frustrated with the horrible customer service, ridiculous fees, and not seeing any real progress with our financial goals, we decided it was time to change. We moved our money to an online bank and credit union, and I have to say we are so much happier for it. We feel that our banking partners are actually partners, that they're helping us reach our financial goals faster and make our lives easier with managing our money. So if you feel that way about your bank or credit union, fantastic. However, there are plenty of families that feel like their banking options are hurting them rather than helping. According to a recent Magnify Money survey, 68% of consumers were frustrated and felt like their savings weren't growing. When you consider that 18% of those said they get less than 0.05% APY, it's understandable. What makes it worse are those minimum balances that some accounts have you maintain and fees added for simple maintenance. Bankrate reported that the average maintenance fee for a checking account that earns interest totaled $196.20 a year. So if you're feeling squeezed, you probably are. That doesn't have to be the case though. With 2021 winding down, Now is a great time to set the pieces up for your family to have an incredible year in 2022. In this episode, we'll go over what to look for in your next bank or credit union, how to move your money and switch accounts, and how to talk about it with your spouse that may be reluctant about the switch, and how to set up your accounts for your best year ever. Are you ready? Let's get started. 
Before you start comparing options, it's important to focus some time on defining what you need out of your bank accounts, your current situation, and your goals. If you're not sure where to start, let's cover some essential services you need to have. The first is secure and reliable service. You need to have access to your money when you need it. So first off, only look at banks or credit unions that are either FDIC or NCUA insured. You want to make sure that your money is covered and protected. Second, with so many of us banking online, especially these last 18 months or so, make sure that wherever you bank has an easy to use app and site. For example, for some of my clients where I do freelance work, I may get paid by check. In those cases, I need to have mobile deposits set up with my credit unions app. Second key area is making sure that your bank or credit union is customer or member focus. I know currently the low interest rates on saving accounts aren't really helping you grow that financial cushion. However, I still notice there is a difference with what you can get if you're willing to shop around. Considering that we're living during these times of low interest on savings and checking accounts, it's especially annoying to hear from people in the community getting hit with needless fees or having their banks have high minimum balances. You're not really getting much value from your accounts. Since no one is perfect, mistakes will happen. It's key to get that cleared away with great customer service. This is an area where both of our old banks failed. We had problems with money coming out of the wrong accounts and even had a problem where someone else's credit card account was showing up when we logged in. We immediately called in to report that so it could get fixed. But instead of working with us or explaining that they were having some technical difficulties, they denied that there was a problem. And I don't know if it was something they couldn't see on their side, but not only did that frustrate us, but it worried us about the privacy of our accounts. Keep in mind, we've also had a unique opportunity with this pandemic to see what our current bank or credit union is doing for their customers and members. As members of Coastal Credit Union, we saw how they gave back to the community, to the organizations that were serving those that were hit especially hard with the pandemic. They also made arrangements to modify loans, pause payments on credit cards, basically work with members to keep them financially whole during this difficult time. Finally, we want our banking partner to be competitive with rates. We want our savings put to work by earning more and then on the other side, when we got our mortgage for our current house, we wanted to get a great deal. So there you have it. That's our list and how we rank them. But you may have a slightly different order and different priorities, and that's fine. Remember, these bank accounts should be serving you and your family's financial goals. Now that you've created your list and you know exactly what you're looking for, it becomes much easier to start comparing your options. Many of us are familiar with the big banks, but there are three alternatives I think you should consider when you're bank hunting. The first is credit unions. Credit unions offer many of the same services as banks. You have your checking and savings accounts. You can apply for loans and mortgages. 
And in a few cases, some credit unions offer small business accounts. So what's the big difference between those big banks and credit unions? The main thing is how they're structured. With a bank, they serve their shareholders and investors. When you join a credit union, though, you're not only a member, but part owner. How that translates to you is that while the bank gives their bonuses to the investors, credit unions return their surplus income to their members. That can show up in a few different ways. You could have lower interest rates on loans, lower or minimal fees with your accounts, or it can be in the form of higher interest rates with your savings. We've experienced this firsthand. As you heard at the top of the show, Coastal Credit Union sponsors this podcast. However, we've been members with them for years before that happened. And we have our mortgage through them. For us, when I looked at the numbers, we're coming out ahead compared to the old banks we used. And we also had a mortgage with one of them. One feature we immediately noticed and appreciated was the annual member bonus. It's based on the accounts we use, and it's a nice deposit every year. It feels good to be rewarded for maintaining good financial habits. If you're in the Raleigh-Durham area, I definitely recommend checking them out. But even if you live outside this area, a credit union could be the right fit for you. The second option is to look at community banks. If you prefer personal service where you can go inside of a branch, community banks might be the best choice for you. I know some families, it's really a chore to deal with those automated phone systems, so having a local spot you can visit is crucial. Instead of feeling like just an account number with some of the bigger banks, a community bank can give you that personal attention that you may prefer. Finally, let's talk about online banks. Years ago, there was a lot of hesitation for people to go with online-only banks, but that seemed to have cleared up, especially in the past year or so. Because online banks don't have brick-and-mortar branches, many of them can offer more competitive rates and benefits like low or no minimum balances on their accounts. So if you are hunting for a better banking option, please consider those alternatives run the numbers, and find a partner that makes sense for your goals and your values. While the process of switching banks or credit unions isn't really complicated, for many families, it's stressful. Again, these are our day-to-day accounts, and much of our financial system is based on them. We want to make sure that the bills are taken out correctly, the transfers are made as needed, and payments get out on time. With your new accounts open, let's start with outlining the steps. The first one is map out your current system. Which accounts need to be paid and when? How much goes into savings, your retirement accounts, other investments, and financial goals? You also want to make arrangements with HR to move your paychecks so that they deposit into the new accounts. Third step is spend an evening or maybe a weekend, I don't know how many accounts you have between the two of you, and start switching over and scheduling the bills, transfers, and payments with the new accounts. And then after things are running smoothly, you made sure that everything transferred correctly, you can go ahead and close the old accounts. So that's the general overview. Let's jump into each step and see how we can make this transition easier. 
The first is map out your current system. And this is something that is handy to have whether or not you're switching your bank accounts. Having a big picture view of how your money is flowing gives you an idea of where you can improve and optimize. This may be an area where having a money app can be incredibly helpful because everything is already laid out. You can dig in and drill to the transaction level to make sure that you know exactly what payment is going out and when and from which account. The second is working with HR to make sure you have the right forms so you can make that transition so that your payments go into the new accounts. If you get paid every two weeks, one way you can smooth out this transition is waiting for a month where you get three paychecks. They'll use that extra paycheck to open the account, put the money in, and then they start switching the deposits over. You can also time it if you're anticipating a bonus or perhaps a tax refund. The third step can be a bit tedious because now you're going to be switching over scheduling the bills, transfers, and payments to the new accounts. So set aside an evening, or if you want to do it bit by bit over a weekend, go ahead. But make this a low-key evening or weekend order in if you have to, so you can be as relaxed as possible while you make the switch. The last step is closing the bank accounts. And you might be wondering, how long should we keep our old accounts open? It really matters on how complicated your financial system is and how many accounts we're talking about. But you would want to wait at least a month to make sure everything is taken out correctly before closing. Typically what happens if you miss a bill or two, they will contact you for the updated information. You can also review things weekly to make sure you haven't missed anything as well. Like I said, it's not complicated, but sometimes the process of moving things over just seems overwhelming. So breaking it up step by step makes it a lot easier. Another snag that you can have with the switch is your spouse. If they're reluctant with making what they feel is a drastic move with your money, one suggestion that I usually give is moving over your savings account at first. Let them see that things aren't as complicated as maybe they imagine. You can then wait to one of those opportune times, like I mentioned, getting three paychecks a particular month or some extra income to then make the transaction with the checking account. Best wishes on this new change. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you want to live better, you got to bank better. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Before we wrap up, I want to focus and share a few key takeaways I got from preparing this episode. The first one is clearly define your goals and also recognize how you use your money. Before you start shopping around for different banking options, it's really important for you to hone in on what you need to get out of these accounts. What are your most important goals for the next year and beyond? And which features matter most to you and which ones you can compromise. For example, if you do most of your banking online and you're like me, you do your check deposits that way as well, you absolutely should have a banking partner that has a great mobile and online experience. On the other hand, if you are someone that wants to have that personal touch, you rather go into a branch when you have a problem, then you're going to look for those that have convenient locations and a great reputation for customer service. 
Every family's going to have different priorities for their finances, but make sure you are aware of what your priorities are and how you manage your money, which leads to the second point. Have a financial map of your accounts. Definitely make switching your accounts easier, but in general, having that as a backup, even if you draw it on paper, is a huge help. It allows you to organize and see where your money is moving. It's also beneficial should something come up. Say one of you is sick or slammed at work and you no longer can take care of the day-to-day details of the accounts. Having that financial map can make it easier for the other one to step up, take care of things so your finances run smoothly. Finally, consider automating much of your finances. It might take an evening or a weekend depending on how many accounts you have between the two of you. Automating your bill payments, your savings, your transfers takes a lot of weight off of you. Going forward, you only have to spend a few minutes each month making sure that things are running smoothly. This frees up time and energy for you to focus on the big picture, whether that's spending more time with your family, pursuing projects that could increase income, or just having time to relax for yourself. I know we only scratched the surface. If you have any more questions on finding the right banking option for you, please join us in our free and private Facebook community over at Thriving Families. We love to swap ideas, stories, and tips on reaching our family and financial goals. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. We'd love to see you there. I hope this episode helps you find a banking solution that fits your money style and family goals. As always, I'll include links to the resources we mentioned in this episode, plus more over at simplifyandenjoy.com. Next week on the podcast, we're talking about those awkward and sometimes scary money chats, whether or not to loan money to in-laws, figuring out what counts as a big purchase, and coming clean about debts. We'll go over some key guidelines to make those conversations less stressful and more productive. So if you don't want to miss out on that episode, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast or on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your shows. Our theme song was by Staircases with additional music from various artists over at Audio. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate you sharing your questions and stories with me. If you have a topic that you want covered on the podcast, please reach out. Just join us at simplifyandenjoy.com slash join. You'll get weekly updates and you can reach out to me through there to send in your questions. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. <music>